0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff.
1: Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And it's Sunday night, so we're going to recap the week five games. Only almost everything's completed. Dallas, Houston are in the fourth right now. but We're going to go over some of the top performances for the week, some bad performances for the week. Just go through some of those. Maybe players disappointed you, but we'll just start it off. Let's we'll go position by position. How about that? And start with quarterback. And I'll just say, actually, if you look at the quarterback list right now, if you pull up the scoring leaders, it looks kind of like it should. It's a pretty normal week. Aaron Rodgers, number one, Brady, Luck, Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson. That's your top five, I think. For the first time this year, it feels like everything's normal.
0: Yeah. Finally got off that crazy streak where people are scoring 50 points every week. Right.
1: It just, it, it looked like, yeah, norm, the top score, what, 34.7 for Rodgers? Nothing crazy.
0: Nope. And once again, you, you never really know you have to wait until the whole game finishes out because Aaron Rodgers did not look good for that first half, and then he pulls it out because he's Aaron Rodgers. And the team still
1: loses, but. Yeah. <laughs> Which still okay being the Lions, fan, what the heck they they can beat the Patriots and they can beat the Packers, but that's it.
0: Yeah, I would take what I can get at this point.
1: Yeah, pretty much, and I don't don't get that. But and so those guys, all those top, say they're pretty much like we expected. It was nice to see Russell Wilson actually play well again. I didn't I didn't see it coming this week. They still lost to the Rams, but barely. I did not think they would be able to stay with them, and.
0: No, yeah, and he he finally got back into the rhythm throwing the you know throwing the ball. He had three touchdowns, which is great, but he didn't even quite hit two hundred yards passing. So once again, um, really glad to see that he did well, but uh, I I think that is going to be a, a struggle, you know, game in and game out because right now they're just not even getting the yards where three touchdowns is uh, you know it really going to happen a lot.
1: Yeah, none of the other guys at the top are surprised. They're what we expect, but in case Keenum jumps into the top 10, but that's just kind of a, they were down all game, and they had to throw the ball around at the end. Wouldn't really expect much from him, you know, going forward. I mean, the Broncos lost to the Jets by a lot. That's just ugly game for them. Wens looked solid. But, okay, Blake Bortles has been pretty good again. They had to, this is what Jacksonville, they have to do it sometimes. This time they're behind, but. He's had three games now over 20 points. One was never knowing to play this guy, though.
0: No, and <laughs> you, you can see, I mean, obviously, they were losing, so the yep. guy turned the ball over five times. He's just crazy and, like that, and he still scored <laughs> yeah. 22
1: points. I don't get it.
0: Like, I know. And 30 yards passing is crazy.
1: Good. He's not good.
0: but Yeah, it's much better when they have uh, Fournette in there and they can pound the ball out, and he can kind of just spell them when when needed. Um yeah he's he's a difficult one to predict that's why I never feel comfortable actually starting him every once in a while you can stream him if you get in a bad place but he just shows you why you have no idea I don't know anyone that can really predict Dude, him he's
1: gonna end the year top 10 i just have that, he's gonna be like be the 10th ranked player at the end of the year
0: I, I wouldn't doubt it and he, it's not like he uh he's had years when he's been up there and um but but that's it he's he's too you know it's too crazy from game to game to ever really be able to play the guy well
1: there was some i guess i guess i can call them disappointing games i mean there weren't like terrible games for the quarterbacks themselves but fantasy wise would goff cousins mahomes all getting around 16 points nothing special mahomes threw two picks no touchdowns i mean he still he ran for one at least he looks good steam won but fantasy output wasn't there
0: yeah but I mean how much of that I mean he was going against Jacksonville so how much of that would you just kind of throw into that saying hey that was a tough game anyway you know I, I the fact that he got 15 points out of it yeah I think you know is that a win
1: I think so for going against Jacksonville we expected him to be a little bit lower this week but that's fine I think if that's the worst he's gonna get and he still looked pretty decent he's he's gonna I mean he's obviously a must start the whole year and I mean, really, nobody else stood out too much. I mean, Baker Mayfield's interesting. He's actually been, you know, fairly usable these last two weeks.
0: Yeah, he's starting to come around. I think people kind of thought that he was going to come in and automatically throw three touchdowns a game, um, which didn't turn out. But, you know, from what I've seen so far, he is consistently getting better. He only had one touchdown. But Baltimore, we found out from them that their defense is pretty legit. And the fact that he threw for 340 yards and a touchdown, and I, I feel very happy about that. And then,
1: I'll say Marcus Mariota, <laughs> last week he showed, oh, wow, maybe this is the guy we thought he was going to be last year. Nope, he's not. He's not. 4.2 points. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. I mean, <laughs> it's actually really funny to look at it, and, uh, you know, you take out week two. <laughs> but, say, he's played four games. One of them he scored over 10 points. Uh, one. yeah,
1: just not a trustable player. Shouldn't be on your radar. He's he's gonna have to put together multiple, multiple weeks together to be even something you'd consider. I think.
0: Yeah, and how about the other one? The one that also kind of surprised me was Matt Ryan. Yeah, he's been he absolutely be, I, on fire.
1: I thought, thought he's gonna do much better than that. And but shoot, what is it? Is Atlanta one and four
0: now in the year. I mean, Could be their defense can't stop anyone. So no, they're just not good
1: and. I, I expected a big-time shootout, and Ryan would be great, and this didn't happen. You still, I mean, no, you didn't kill your team, but you expected you expected 36, not 16.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I had Roethlisberger and Matt Ryan ranked very high because I thought it was going to be a shootout. Roethlisberger delivered. He was in the top five, and Matt Ryan just couldn't, couldn't get it going. I mean, the entire team, the fact that they only scored 17 in this game, um, I don't know if Pittsburgh's D is kind of just, Starting to figure themselves out, or if there was just a, a down game, but uh it, it didn't look like the uh the offense they had going the last three weeks for sure.
1: Nope. How about how about move over to the running backs in so far, top scoring running back in standard scoring this week is James Connor with thirty point five. Who knows? Kamara might pass him up tomorrow. But it had to feel pretty good, Jeff, for you being a person who just traded <laughs> for James Connor.
0: Yeah, uh, that was uh, a. <clears throat> it was an added bonus.
1: <laughs> not bad at all, Connor. He looked he looked good. It was a good matchup, though. We knew it was gonna be a good week.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, it's very true. I mean, then you he got he got Gurley number two. No surprise. It doesn't even yards per carry is not great, but you know what? It doesn't matter. He gets all the touchdowns.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, he just he looks phenomenal out there. Gurley, you can't say anything bad about the guy. Uh, he's he's
1: awesome around the goal line. He just gets in the end zone every time. There's just no doubt with him. But the third place guy in standard scoring this week is A. Crowell. Come on. What is this? 15 carries, 219 yards in a touchdown.
0: Yeah. No, he yeah, had that was a 70 yard scamper where he scored that touchdown. I mean, he looked good today, but um, man, uh, this guy is so up and down. I mean, you just look at his numbers and it tells the entire tale of the season so far. We're through five weeks and you go from 22 points to 4 to 17 to 0.3 to 29. So Use him at your own risk. But, um, you know, when he's hot, he's hot. He's, he's worth a flex start, but I don't trust him. No, no, no. I don't. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. But he he definitely is a more intriguing option than uh you know a lot of other w- running backs out there. It's
1: true. He's gonna be after this week. Now he's probably he's a top ten back for, on the year in scoring so far. <laughs> yes. And I mean those three. I mean three of five weeks he's been a huge benefit to your team. You probably have three wins because this guy's your flex at best, most likely. You've gotten huge weeks from your flex player three
0: weeks out of five. Oh yeah, I mean, those are great numbers. I mean, I you know what? I would take I would take that honestly. Like all right, like 2 weeks, yeah, he's not going to do anything for you, but 3 weeks getting almost 20 points or more?
1: Oof. I don't I don't want to recommend it, but it's an interesting thing to watch. Oh, no.
0: Me either. And I'm I'm hoping that you don't that it is a flex guy and not a starting running back, but either way, I mean, if he keeps this up, it's it's boom or bust, but uh, you know, it'll keep you in the game. But he plays
1: Indianapolis next week. It's probably a good matchup for him. So mm, I'll see. And then next we got Sa- Sa- Saquon Barkley, another great outing. He's not even on the ground. He just gets the his receiving touchdowns too. One of them from Odell, which was nice to see. As I'm an Odell Barkley owner,
0: <laughs> Came that, down. That's got to be the <laughs> the best, the funnest way for you to score oh, twelve points or whatever that was it was. Awesome.
1: Well, he, he came down awkwardly after that second touchdown, which he just soared through the air, which was <laughs> – he's, he's just a ridiculous player. That guy's good. And it didn't look very good, but it, everything seems to be fine. But uh, we'll just wait and see tomorrow. You never know. I don't even know what the possible injury was. I heard at one point it looked like knee, ankle. And then I heard later on it could have been his back that actually was tweaked after that, so –
0: Just jammed everything into the ground.
1: We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see what happens when the news comes out in the next day or two here. And yeah, some of the other guys. David Johnson, he's up there because he got in the end zone. Yardage-wise wasn't doing much, but he's still good play. TJ Yeldon, he's a pretty good fill-in for Fournette, who might be out another week.
0: Yeah, he's been been really uh, producing. Uh, You know, it's one of those things where he doesn't look... Anything spectacular, by any means. And he hasn't even, I mean, especially today, it's a very good example. But, I mean, he got 18 touches, but 10 of them, you know, rushing and then 8 catches. And it's just kind of like, you know, he doesn't ever wow me. And then I look up at his stats and I'm like, oh, wow, you averaged over 5 yards a a carry. And you caught an unbelievable catch in the back of the end zone. And, and, you know, they just continue to use him. He's actually a
1: top 10. He's going to be a top 10 back for the year now. That's crazy as well. T.J. Yeldon and Isaiah Crowell in the top ten after five weeks. Yeah, would not have expected that, but
0: no, not at all.
1: Eh. Melvin Gordon had another solid week. He just puts together. I mean, again, he's one of those. We're looking at all these guys and their numbers, and it's not like they're putting together great rushing numbers, but they don't need to. They just get it done other ways. And Gordon's one of those guys. Joe Mixon looked pretty good in his first game back.
0: Oh yeah, this is, every Mixon owner has to just feel elated. The fact that he didn't look like he was hurt at all. Like, he looks healed, he looks good. They gave him 22 carries, so you know they feel confident with him. Yep. Uh, You know, it's really paying dividends. That You know, we liked him before, I like him even more now.
1: I do too. Kenyon Drake actually put together his first, like, decent outing.
0: Finally! So, <laughs> everyone that drafted Drake as a, you know, top 15, top 20 running back. Uh, finally, you got, well, the second game, really, that you feel like he's uh, he's worth that that value. But
1: I almost guarantee you had a lot of people not starting him this week.
0: It, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people did miss out on him because he he hasn't looked very good, I mean, to be quite honest, and they haven't really been using him uh, as much as you would like to see yeah, he, either.
1: Look, I pulled up the numbers here. He was actually only started in 28% of leagues this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you missed it. <laughs> That's that's how it goes when there's a player struggling. I'd rather miss the first good week than just continue to play him when he's doing nothing. So, then some other guys that I think are going to be up here all year: Kareem Hunt, Christian McCaffrey. Really, no surprises. McCaffrey again, like all these other guys, just puts together good numbers. You know, with yardage isn't great on the run and run game, but he just puts together games. He's going to probably do that all year. Then yeah. <laughs> Like Garrett Blunt, who got his two touchdowns and gets and gets up here, but no, you're not trusting him ever.
0: <clears throat> no, definitely not.
1: Yeah. Wendell Smallwood got a touchdown, so he looks pretty decent just scoring wise. He he wasn't involved a lot, but either was JJ. So Philadelphia just wasn't involving their backs today. And yeah, JJ is going to be on my disappointment list. That's for sure.
0: Well, uh, we'll see. I mean, he does have a fractured back, so you got to give the guy a little bit I, of leeway. <laughs> I guess. I guess. We so what about? I was gonna say, what about another guy that uh, I know that we weren't too high on? We had to see what this backfield was gonna do. But Mike Davis, once again, showing him that and he's Carson. you know, yeah, and you know, scored at what in standard thirteen and thirteen point five points. So only twelve carries this time compared to last week where he had twenty one, but sixty eight yards and a touchdown. I mean, is this someone that you're starting to get behind as maybe a flex option, or what do you think about well, him? It's
1: weird because how. I don't, I feel like you can't have two Seattle running backs be options here with Carson and Davis. I don't know how they're going to use it, but they've been that now. Davis two weeks in a row and Carson for the most part, his last two games, he's been an option. So maybe they are. I got to see, I got to see one more week of them playing together and see how it works between Carson and Davis before I can trust Davis for sure. Cause Carson looks like he's going to be the lead guy, but
0: yeah, I I agree with that. I I, th- I kind of worry that Carson will take back over the uh, the bulk of it, and you know I, I think Carson looks better when he's running too. He didn't get the touchdown, but over a hundred yards on nineteen carries, it, it, he looked pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's a, that's an interesting backfield, and then Penny's not involved at all anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, go figure. <laughs> Who would have thought that Austin Aguilar continues to be an option again? He just is. Yeah.
0: Every week doesn't need a lot of touches, just. Makes things happen. And finally, you know, it wasn't a huge, huge game for him, but they finally decided to lo- use LaShawn McCoy. 24 carries. How do you feel about him finally getting back into it? I don't trust him. I, <laughs> the player's <laughs> Buffalo good. Buffalo is so bad.
1: If he gets this kind of volume, sure, but this is a game, okay. It was a low-scoring game that they were in, so they could run the ball. If they, they're not going to be able to do it every week. They get down, and McCoy's just going to be out of it all of a sudden you know it's going to happen real quick. And but if you have McCoy, I can I'd it's, it's hard to put him on the bench, isn't it?
0: Um no, because I've been doing it. <laughs> See, but
1: a lot of teams don't have that don't have that freedom.
0: That's true. That's very true. I mean, it would be difficult to completely take him out of the rotation, but he's definitely more of a, you know, a streaming option than uh than a play every week. I mean, I just I Right now, it's definitely not McCoy's fault, but I just have a hard time believing you don't have another option you would rather go with. You know what? Alex Collins isn't very good. I'll say that. <laughs> I feel like you just enjoyed like, <laughs> keep going at this guy. <laughs> he just isn't. I,
1: I mean, I hope you guys didn't draft him. I told you. All preseason. This is what he was going to do. He wasn't very good. He's average at best, and... Now on the year, five point nine points, then nine, then thirteen point four. Oh, he went crazy, he scored a touchdown, then eight point five, six point six. He's a bench player, that's what he is. So
0: yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. I mean, I think if they would use him more, he would be fine because if you look at his like yards per average, it's it not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. No, it's not at all. But they, they decided not to use him around the goal line and it just gutted his value. Absolutely. Okay.
1: And when are the Packers going to realize that Aaron Jones is their best running back?
0: I I don't know yet, but I mean to be fair on this one, I I didn't think that they were expecting to be down so quickly to Detroit. So I think that the run game just got taken out of it because he only had seven carries, and I think he was still third uh, in
1: snaps on the team though. I he's better than he's better than Williams and Montgomery. He just is. Every time he pl- he plays, it just, he just looks better than them.
0: Oh yeah, I completely agree.
1: And I think that's going to change at some point, but it's just not happening yet. But it, I mean, it has to. I feel like it has to. So, I don't know. Devontae Freeman came back and only scored 4.1 if you played him right away.
0: so Yeah, you know, they don't know kind of uh, slowly put him back in. I mean, he only had eight carries. I, I wasn't expecting anything too big out of him. I mean, you know. I'd have to look it up real quick, but I mean what Ido Smith had three, and then uh Coleman had whatever he had, so I mean it was they were just working him back into the rotation. They definitely didn't give him the bulk of the work. Coleman had seven, so you know they pretty much split, and then whatever it may be if yeah if you're a Royce Freeman owner
1: too, only five carries i th- I know that's not happening with him i mean Philip Lindsay's the you know is definitely being used more philip Lindsay had 12 carries three catches and then freeman had only the you know the five carries and three catches
0: yeah i I think they like the fact that when they have Lindsay in there they're they can do a little more right because you're not if you have royce in there they know they're going to kind of hand it off do whatever but I, i think they like Lindsay's versatility and the fact that he he just tends to you know be that spark um but, yeah, they, they keep going his way. I really thought it was going to be like a 50-50 kind of touch deal, especially when Royce got it even last week. He, he was running really hard. He was he was making things happen when he had the ball. So I'm, I'm surprised by this, honestly.
1: You know, and then the, I say the running back side here, there's not a lot of huge, like, dud games. There really wasn't. I mean, there's some disappointing games like Marshawn Lynch with 4.1. But, I mean, I think you come to expect that sometimes with Lynch. You're going to get those games from him. He's been better than that, but he's still going to happen every once in a while. I guess the only other one right now is Zeke, only with 6.9 as this game looks like it's going to go to overtime. So he might just get a touchdown in overtime and make it a much better outing. Might
0: change yep, it. Yep. And, and you know, I mean, it's it kind of only a matter of time. I mean, I would still play him no matter what. Elliot is an amazing, amazing player. But, you know, when you don't have a passing game and a you know, obviously you have Clowney and Watt on that line. You know, if he doesn't get in the end zone, uh it, it could be a long day. So, you know, but he, they try to throw it to him six catches so far for only twenty yards. But you know, it's not like a lack of uh um chances. I mean seventeen rushing opportunities, he, he got fifty yards out of it. It's it's just one of those games that unless he gets into the, the end zone late, it's gonna be a disappointing week for for whoever owns him.
1: How about move over to the wide receivers here? And I think all is right with the world now. Odell Beckham,
0: <laughs> number one. Finally. And Antonio Brown, number three. So and Actually, even number it does, two it feels good.
1: a player that we expected these big play type stuff from, Robbie Anderson.
0: Oh, my God. I know. Uh, you know, he showed flashes. But once again, even having a giant, giant week, he only had three catches. And
1: on only five targets, so.
0: Yeah, so I, I won't expect this to change anything about how his season is going, but it's good to finally see uh, Darnold connecting with him, and who knows, I mean, maybe it helps him along the way, but three catches, 123 yards, two touchdowns, that's that's not sustainable.
1: It, it could be a start of at least him being more involved, so we'll see. But other than that, Odell, he threw a touchdown, which boosted his week, but either other than that, still 8 for 131 a touchdown, 14 targets. Looks good. Antonio Brown, like you said, Devontae Adams is right up there. Adam Thielen's right up. Thielen's has just been great.
0: Dude, he's unbelievable. I would love to have this guy. He has had over 100 yards every single game so far. I think
1: I heard at one point that was this is the first player ever to do that. Five games. Really? The, five games to start a season with 100 yards or something like that. So
0: No kidding. Just he's,
1: he, he's looking really, really good. So, yeah, it says, yeah, he's the first player in NFL history to go over 100 receiving yards in five straight games to start a season. That is an impressive start to his year. Then well, Demarius Thomas finally did something. But still only on six targets. I'm not going to trust Demarius. He's going to do this every week. He's going to do either this or he's going to do the nothing thing.
0: Who knows? So yeah, he, he's he's a tough one to figure out currently. Um, Denver. I mean, they're spreading the ball out. Um, Sutton caught a touchdown today. They feel like they're trying to get everyone involved, but, um, you know, it's at the expense of Thomas, unfortunately. Then we got Galladay, four for 98 and a touchdown.
1: Nine targets, though. And he had another one that would have been a touchdown that was called back for penalty.
0: He looks good. I, I thought that was the, the beginning of the end for Detroit. It was right. just <laughs> one more game like that. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's just what Galladay has, what we've come to expect from him. I mean, he looks like the real deal. And, you know, you could see his receptions trending down but i think that's because other teams realize that they have to you know key on him now and he is still such a huge deep threat that stafford can throw you know down the field to this guy and he's he's able to make those catches so even only four catches but 98 yards and a touchdown like craig said uh this guy is an you know absolutely every week play in my mind now
1: so then cup and woods you got two rams receivers up there near the top again and that was even with Cup getting knocked out with a concussion, as well as Brandon Cooks, who didn't register anything, getting knocked out early, which was a major disappointment. But what are you going to do about that? Nothing, you know. <clears throat> but Cup and Woods, both, again, solid games.
0: Yeah, it just continues to do it. That offense is great. And
1: Stephon Diggs, 10 for 91. Uh, he always he looks good. He's just not as, been as, as good as Adam Thielen. So but he's been great. It's not quite, not quite Adam Thielen level. How about the the new? <laughs> we were trying to all offseason figure out which Green Bay rookie receiver might make an impact. And I guess today there was two of them, but it's, it seems like Mar- what you say? Marquez Valdez Scantling, probably the longest name. I'm not gonna ever write this thing down. That's ridiculously long.
0: Yeah, MVS. <laughs> yeah,
1: ten ten targets, seven catches, sixty eight yards, touchdown. I think he's that. If um. Cobb and Allison, whoever's out, he's the next guy up here, and he even this could even boost him up ahead of Cobb at some point. The way he's been playing, if he's able, yeah, to, you know, get some trust from Rodgers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's big to get one of these young guys going. Um, you know, obviously they're going to have to pass it all year it seems like and obviously you have Aaron Rodgers so why wouldn't you but um yeah he looked good out there and uh, you know he didn't disappoint so i'm not worried about another rookie kind of jumping up and and you know taking that spot cuz it sounds like he's going to get the first crack at it um i mean it was a good job for the for the young guy to step in and kind of establish himself
1: some of the other big names all had I mean solid outings but without touchdowns like Keenan Allen 8 for 90 AJ Green 6 for 112 you know solid games Hopkins has eight for one Oh two right now as they're heading to overtime, but he maybe will do something else, but just, you know, solid, solid outings for all these all these guys. Well, even I say even Sammy Watkins coming back from injury six for 78, he's so much more useful this year than he was with the Rams last year.
0: Yeah. He's finally getting the yards where you don't have to worry about production, you know, at, entirely where it's like, ah, oh, if he doesn't catch a touchdown last year, he was worthless, but now you're kind of like, okay, I'm still getting, you know, decent value out of him. So,
1: Are you a little worried here about Marvin Jones? He did get the touchdown today, but that was his only catch.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, Galladay is definitely eating into his role. Um, And I feel like this is kind of what Marvin Jones does, though. He is definitely a red zone type of guy. And he's not going to wow you with 10 catches by any means. But he he finds the end zone a lot. And uh, luckily for this game, because he only had that one catch for eight yards. uh, Otherwise, he would have been a complete bust. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a little worried. I'm I'm not gonna lie about it. I I liked him, but um, like I said, Galladay is just looking like the better option.
1: I guess some other disappointments today though, like Corey Davis follows up his big game with only four for forty nine. But Mariota was bad. It's hard to get going. Golden Tate followed up his big game with a five for forty two. Alshon followed up his big game with a two for thirty nine. Just a lot of up and down receivers. Calvin Ridley, even this is what happens when he doesn't get the touchdown. Four for thirty eight.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah it, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? Somebody up and down guys. Exactly. And I I think the one that kind of bummed me out the most was Elshon, because this is kind of how we felt about him last year. And I know there's a lot of injury, you know, history with him and the Eagles. But um, after using him so heavily week one or the first week he was back last week, um, I thought maybe that he kind of turned that around and he was going to be a, a lot more consistent. And, uh, this just kind of puts me back into the mind frame that some games he's going to be amazing and some games he's just going to disappear. I, what about Will Fuller
1: here? Two for 15 is the game's in overtime now.
0: Not. Nah. Yeah. I tell you the truth. I don't know what to think about that one. <laughs> Cause I know he's been on the, uh, the, you know, who's questionable coming in and all that good stuff. But I, I think the, the bigger question for me is, you know, Kiki QT, who right now, is actually looking good once again. He has six catches, 51 yards, and a touchdown going into overtime. Last week he had the big breakout where he had 11 catches, 109 yards when Fuller left. Do you? I mean, this was just one game, so you don't know, but do you see Kiki cutting into Fuller's value, or do you think this is just the fact that Fuller's a little banged up and Kiki is, you know, absorbing those targets?
1: I think he could take away a little bit, unless Watson can support them all. He's a good player, so
0: yeah, I'm I'm kind of getting behind him, and I I'm not saying that uh, I think it will maybe hurt Fuller at you know f- from game to game, but I'm starting to think that you know QT is just might be a very good wide receiver, and I think he might be a a, a good option moving forward for kind of a, a streaming you know wide receiver. I
1: think he he's getting closer. Well, I need to see a lot more, yet. Yeah, but
0: I mean obviously, but especially in a PPR league, it does look like he is going to you know find a role that might be uh more volume driven anyway which is you know would be great for that then
1: in, in the least surprising stat
0: line of the week it was Amari Cooper's
1: 1 for 10 he's back yeah that's <laughs> it's what he does every other week and next week he'll have a big game it's just it's how it works with Cooper <laughs> so if you're only pl- if you if you sit him after every time he does terrible and you start him after every time he does great you're not, you're never getting the good week anymore. It's <laughs> just terrible disappointment. And then, how about Doug Baldwin? One catch for one yard.
0: Yeah, not the, uh, not the, not the game we were hoping for from him. I don't know what to um, take away from that. I, I, you know, I'm not too worried because they've been doing it together for so long. But, you know, Wilson had three touchdowns. He He had a decent game. So the fact that Baldwin wasn't incorporated into that, you know, it, i I'm not ready to freak out but it definitely doesn't make me feel better about the situation and then
1: I guess real quick about tight ends not a lot here but I mean the top of the week is obviously the ebron from Thursday and then Eric swoop is up there too but other than the Indianapolis guys from Thursday night Zach Ertz Travis Kelsey led the led the day in scoring for tight end so no surprise George Kittle's up there again like hes we've talked he's going to be up there every week
0: yeah, he, he looks like the real deal. I mean, he had that one catch where he just looked like he was out sprinting cornerbacks and uh he's just you know, he's just kind of a, a unique hybrid of a tight end. He's good
1: good player. And then Austin Hooper is starting to do something here. He's had a couple decent games in the year. Last week wasn't great, but he's he's getting more and more involved. It's nice to see. Again, this Pittsburgh is not a very good pass defense, so see some more from him, but he's at least becoming more, you know involved with 12 targets and Jimmy Graham actually it's nice to see a six for 76 with 11 targets and not just being like a red zone guy.
0: Yeah. And the the guy that actually, and I know you'll enjoy this, <laughs> obviously you have him on your team, but David Njoku finally looking like he's going to be worth something after the slow start, um, obviously with Tyrod um, Baker comes in and all of a sudden he got five catches for 52 today. He got six for 69. Um, he's starting to trend in the right direction and with obviously he's a great athlete, so I'm I'm kind of uh interested in him. He he's gone up every week now, one point three to two, to three point six
1: to five point two to six point nine. Just slowly moving on up. That's why I haven't dropped him and I keep playing him because I mean, look at this tight end position's not good at all. I mean, this right here, Najoku's the tenth best this week. And he didn't do a lot. And, I mean, Virgil Green was the ninth best with one catch just because it was a 13-yard touchdown. That makes you the ninth best tight end for the week in standard yep. scoring.
0: <laughs> and, I mean, just to uh, kind of uh, bring that back full circle and someone that is way down the list, but once again, Jared Cook, you know, you know, some big games, but, you know, four catches for 20 yards. And, you know, you just there's very few tight ends that you can really rely on. And, uh, you know, I mean – even Gronk, even Gronkowski, this year, not someone you can really rely on. He only has one touchdown. He had one big game today. wasn't bad, obviously. Uh, or this week, um, seventy five yards, which is good. But it, it's just a very strange year. It's just faster, you know, famine with with these tight ends. Feels
1: like Kelsey's about the only real
0: sure thing every week. Ertz is pretty close to it. And yeah, I'd say Ertz and Kelsey both. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and and honestly, Kittle's becoming one of those guys now. So. There's not a lot of them,
0: that's for sure. No, and unfortunately, I mean, I, I've been holding back all this time, but, you know, Ebron is pretty much one of those guys now. I hate to say it, but with between his touchdowns and the fact that they're starting to use him more and more, um, you know, the last, you know, three weeks, he has uh, almost 20 catches, Um he's just kind of wiggling his way into the, being a, a primary tight end and especially when you're talking about the top 10 i feel like he's got to be in that conversation week in and week out now he's
1: he is honestly one of the more <laughs> talented guys i <laughs> know
0: uh, we begrudgingly say it but
1: <laughs> you know the lions actually could use a good tight end he'd be a good he'd be a good fit for them
0: oh uh, yeah maybe they can trade for right.
1: him he's only 25 years old i mean that's it not a surprise if he's really starting to break out at this point. We always thought he could. It just, I mean, yeah, it's a disappointment. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to talk about Eric Ebron, <laughs> but all right. Is there think,
0: any, is there any tight end that, uh, you've been watching that you're kind of intrigued by? Cause obviously you can almost start anyone. If you don't have one of those top five guys, you know, anyone else that should be on the radar. I mean, there's not a,
1: not a heck of a lot right now.
0: Um, I'm
1: kind of interested to see what Nick Vanette does. Yet now that you know Disley's not there and he's going to be the guy, three for forty-three today. They have to throw to somebody. There, there's really not a lot else though. There's not a lot. A guy down there. I mean, i, I still think Vance McDonald's going to be good. He didn't show that today, but
0: yeah, no, he did not.
1: <laughs> that's for sure. I still Hayden Hurst. <laughs> I, I'm interested in Hayden Hurst.
0: Yeah, I think that's a very, a very good pick. I think he is a, uh, a, a talented tight end. They obviously spent the first round pick on him, and uh, we haven't been able to see him yet. But he looked good in preseason, from what we got to glimpses of it. And I think uh, Flacco will, will be able to use him quite a bit. Yep.
1: So I, I might be looking to get him if I was a, a needy person that needs a tight end really badly. Try out Hayden Hurst, take a chance. So yeah, I think that'll do it though for week five reaction. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll get some waiver wire players out there for you cuz we heading into week 6. We'll talk to you guys later.